now the next step will be to stream field selections. And so this is going to basically say, let's set the selected cells that we have server side. So we added in our user model, um, we added the selected cell field. And so this is going to update the user with the selected cells. And that's interesting because selected cells here is plural. And I believe that it was not plural when we saw it up uh, before. So maybe this was supposed to be selected cells so that we could say that this is an attribute on our users. That's probably the case. Um, so let's go into our action cable channel, the server side channel, and uh, add in this method down here at the bottom and say select cells. This will receive a message from the JavaScript telling it to server side select some cells for a user, which will then get broadcasted to everyone else. And because we are monitoring the user table, this is a field on that table. And so any changes to that will get broadcasted to everybody else. So we'll need to, of course, next um, create that select cells method in our JavaScript. So active users.coffee is going to be adding in the select cells method here, which will just delegate to the uh, action cable at perform method, which calls the select cells method and the server side channel. So this select cells string matches up to select cells here, which um, will then receive the, uh, the JSON hash that you give it. So this is basically saying, call this method with these arguments and server side, it pulls those together and then calls the appropriate method on the channel, which will go and update the user and set the selected cells. So that should be functional. And then it looks like what we'll do next is we'll basically uh, be updating our selected cells and we'll set up some callbacks so that when there's a selection or deselection event, we will go update the selected cells on the server side and set them in the database and then stream that over to the users. And then we'll go through and change our render method in order to grab all the cells um, that each user has and then draw them appropriately. So let's, uh, let's take this code and go make those changes. So we can go into our spreadsheets.coffee file um, and set this in here. So we'll set our two callbacks there and we'll set our, we'll override the render selected cells. Oh wait, we won't render, we won't overdo that one uh, or override that one. We'll paste in these three methods. So we'll get select cells, deselect cells, render selected cells. And those will go in there. And then we will have um, our spreadsheet.scss, which is just simply defining some CSS colors for all the various users. 
So we'll only really support up to 12 users having unique colors, um, but this will do exactly what we want. So we'll just change the, uh, the border color for those. So let's try this out and see what happens. We have, uh, it looks to be a no JavaScript errors, but I don't see a user in the database. Um, so that's potentially a sign that things are not working as we would want. And here you don't see the other users, but there we see that they eventually showed up. Maybe they will eventually show up here. We'll see. Um, something is not currently working correctly. Well, there it goes. But it is not working uh, totally right, as you can see that we don't um, see the appropriate stuff here. So um, render selected cells. Maybe this is not rendering. Maybe this is supposed to be um, <clears throat> an override of the render active users. So it looks like all the code isn't in the tutorial itself, but it is in the GitHub repo. So you can go make our changes accordingly for that. Um, and there's a bunch of other things that we've noticed uh, that probably are just not included in that, which are such as things such as data.currentuser and so on. So we're gonna grab this, um, see if there's a current user and set current user, and that goes into uh, our active users.coffee as another else case here. Um, it looks like we have the number of users that we keep track of. We set the user's number as well so that that would match up with the CSS that we wrote so that it um, correctly displays the uh, right CSS color for each user. And then, um, then all of this code here is pretty much the same, but we set selected cells at the beginning here so that when you call render selected cells, that will work appropriately. And then when there's a new user, we render the selected cells. There's a bunch of little things like that that were not included in the tutorial, so we couldn't really make it further past that, but we can just grab the, um, the coffee script here and just take a look at those changes. So there's quite a bit of stuff that's changed um, so we'll go into our spreadsheets.coffee. We'll replace that with our new one. So let's take a look at what we've got now. We have set current user, so you need to be able to keep track of who you are. So you need to do that. Um, we can add in new users. And when you do a new user, we can also print out the number of users, which is nice. Um, so we'll do that and keep track of the number of users. We'll render the active users list, but we'll also render out the selected cells. So on that spreadsheet, we can go through and say, this user selected this, that user selected that, and so on. So we needed somewhere to call that from, and that's where we're gonna do that. And these are pretty much the same as uh, we're in the tutorial. Um, and that should be that. There was the selected cells there that we call, and there's probably a few more other changes that we need to include as well. Um, so we have the CSS, we got that. We need to also do this transmit current user 
at user. So I'm not familiar with that. So activeusers.coffee uh, or activeuserschannel.rb needs to have that line in here. So I'm curious about this. Let's refresh our application and we're seeing that we're getting the borders uh, going around those users, which is good. And we can also go into our network tab here and let's refresh the page and pay attention to our action cable frames and see um, this current user that comes across. So this just comes across as a message and tells it that the current user has the ID of uh, its ID and that's it. So this transmit basically just is doing a broadcast uh, or just sending it directly back to that user. So maybe it's not a broadcast sending it over to everyone and it probably is not. Um, and the transmit may actually be a one-to-one -one connection from the server to the, uh, the browser and sending only that information back so that everybody doesn't think that they're that current user, which is pretty cool. I uh, don't think I knew that as a thing, but of course it makes sense. So here you can see that the one without a border is ends with capital UV. And that's what we received as a current user so that it knows which one is the current user and can go and assign the proper user colors to everybody else uh, except for you. So that's pretty cool. And um, you can see here the capital UV one is brown um, and we are capital UB. Um, and that is how they separate those out in the transmit function is able to send data directly back, uh, which is cool. I uh, was not familiar with that. So we learned something there today about action cable. And we also have that select cells method, but um, this is different than what was in the example. And also they corrected the field name on the user model. Um, so there's that. So. As you might have expected, that was uh, incorrect. So let's change this. This looks to be pretty much similar to the uh, the same thing that we had in the example with the update call. This is just uh, setting the attribute and calling save, which is the same as an update. Um, but it deletes the action. So it looks like the formatting of the message changed a little bit. So if we go into our spreadsheets, coffee or uh, active user, let's see, which one was it? Where does this send the at perform? Selected cells, cells. So it appears that when we send that over, it's just going to send over the cells directly and it's not gonna be in that selected cells nesting that the original code showed. So if we do this and we open up localhost 3000, you can see that it hasn't properly cleaned up all of the old records when I've closed some of these tabs. So that's not great, but it is sort of functioning. So let's see what we've got here and see if this is, we can see that some users are showing up selected as A1, which is neat, but I'm not seeing anyone else being able to select these other uh, cells and show up on any of the other uh, displays. So maybe it's not totally working correctly, but we're making some progress because they are at least showing something. So 
we'll have to take a look at this a little bit more in depth and see what we've got uh, missing. So I just cleared out the database and I went through the files again just to make sure that we had everything and it looks like we might be in a better situation now. So if you open up two tabs, you can see that it highlights the opposite person and green and that's because the user number one is green. Um, you're technically like user number zero or something. So you were the first person and you get no border. Um, your user undefined is what you are. So you show up as user undefined and so there's no CSS class in order to match that. And if I go and select B2 in the second tab, we can go back to the first tab and we do see that B2 is selected. So if we select four cells, we still only see that there's that one cell selected and that's probably fine because this is technically, you are still only selecting B2 and you've just kind of expanded around. So it is showing up so that you can move around and it does move around in the other browser tab and uh, everything is now caught up to where it needs to be. So the tutorial just needed a little bit of work uh, to keep up with all the changes and there's, you know, to be fair, this is starting to get more, much more complicated now that we actually have to sync data around such as the selected cells um, across our, our users. So we can open up our action cable network and go into that and see the frames. And so when you go and click on one of these, you will see that you uh, basically send over when you click on one of these, you are sending out to everybody the change that you are now selecting cell, um, and there's an old value as well, so you can see that what has changed. This will be a better way to see that. So you can see the old value did not have selected cells, and now you have uh, your selected cells. So it's not properly deleting that action out, um, but it is actually uh, saving the C1 or C, C2, R, and R2. So that's column and column two and row and row two. So possibly this is supposed to be handling these squares. Uh, maybe, maybe not. It looks like it is. So it can tell that I grabbed in this one. Um, column zero to column four and zero to four. But on the other display, it doesn't actually do anything with those other ones. So let's refresh here. And this should receive that frame and see that zero through four. But as you can see, we only get the box around uh, that individual one. So whatever the case for that, um, the example in the pictures didn't really show anything more than that, so I don't know if it does, but it is keeping track of the data if you selected a larger than one cell. Um, so in theory, you should be able to fix that, however um, that is needed to be done. I'm not gonna do that in this series because it's already long enough. Uh, this is a long tutorial uh, to do on video and explain everything as we go. 